0: The guy's a gumba. What's he like? He's a real gumba, which still doesn't explain it. You can't explain it. I was a guest on a game show recently. We were rehearsing. It was going great. We were laughing and joking and having fun until the producer came out. He looked worried. He said, Steve, could you do me a favor? Could you try to be a little more, a little more, you know? I said, you want me to goomba it up a little? And he said, yes. Could you do that? He wanted more of a certain kind of attitude, and maybe that's what Gumba really is. It's a certain kind of attitude. And I've got to tell you something. I have gone a long way on attitude, or I should say the Gumba attitude has helped me get where I got in my life. Attitude plus some persistence and some good luck and lots of hard work, but first, attitude. I was a young Gumball working in Las Vegas as a maitre d when I heard that film director Martin Scorsese was coming to town to make a movie called Casino. A friend suggested I go and audition. The casting director was looking for a local guy to play the maitre d at a casino. My friend said, you're a maitre d at a casino, you're a natural. So I went up for the job. I didn't have any business doing this, I had never acted in a movie. I'd only done, you know, a few small TV things. I had no idea what an actor did. I had no idea what a director expected or what a casting director was looking for. But I went for the job anyway. What could I lose? I lost a job is what I lost. Or I didn't get it anyway. Whatever the casting director thought a major d' at a casino was, it wasn't me. But I stuck around, and I got cast in another role, a smaller role. For one day's work, working with Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci, I got my union card for the Screen Actors Guild. After that, I started going out for all kinds of acting jobs. I kept my day job, too, but I started looking for work as an actor. In the meantime, my day job changed. I was promoted from Major d' to entertainment director at the Riviera Hotel and Casino. My main job was booking entertainment for the hotel, including the comedy club. I started working pretty regularly as an actor, too. Because I'm a big guy and because I'm Italian, most of the parts were for wise guys, tough guys, bad guys, heavies. Gumbas in other words. I got Goomba parts in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and Play It to the Bone. I got a part in The Ventures of Joe Dirt and The Flintstones' Viva Rock Vegas. I was on TV in Chicago Hope and the King of Queens. I worked pretty steady for a guy that wasn't an actor. Most of those parts, it wasn't that hard to know how to play them. I've been around wise guys my whole life. Guys from my childhood. Guys from the neighborhood. Guys I used to see standing on the corner and in the restaurants. I've been around all these tough guys in Vegas for years, too. I never went to any of them for research or anything, but I could have if I needed to. I mean, if I had a clipper guy in a movie, I'd know where to go to learn how to do it. Looking back, I see now that I got all that work done on the strength of attitude. It was the same attitude that got me the job on The Sopranos. It could look kind of accidental. In fact, a couple of guys I know said, how'd you look into a job like that? It wasn't luck. It was hard work along with that attitude thing. It was gumbar Endurance. So, you want a piece of that? Sure you do. Then start listening. What follows will tell you how to spot a gumba, how to be a gumba, how to talk and dress and act like a gumba, and how to eat like one, too. If you pay attention, you may not actually become a Goomba, but you may start to feel a little like a gumba. And you'll certainly learn to live life a little better the Gumba way. Goomba 101. What's a Goomba? Who's a Goomba? What's the difference between a Goomba and a gangster? What's the difference between a Goomba and a regular Italian? Are there Goombas in other countries? Is there such thing as a Jewish Goomba or black Goomba or an Episcopalian Goomba? Keep your shirt on. I'm going to lay it out for you here. This is the lesson on Goomba. A Goomba is a certain kind of Italian-American, probably born on the East Coast, New York, New Jersey, Boston, Rhode Island, probably third generation from the old country. He's not a gangster, he's not a wise guy or a made man, or a good fella, or a member of the family. But he knows those guys, or guys like that, and some of them know him. He's Italian through and through, but he's a special kind of Italian-American hybrid. He's not old country Italian. There are no gumbas in other countries, even Italy. There may be some kind of equivalent, some kind of tough guy from Iceland or Russia or somewhere, but the only true gumba is your Italian-American Goomba. You know the stereotype. It's the fat guy sitting at the corner social club, drinking espresso and playing cards and eating a big plate of soggy macaroni. He's got his napkin tucked into his collar. He's wearing a pair of baggy black pants, a pair of patent leather shoes, and one of those guinea t-shirts. The sleeveless t-shirts that some guys use as underwear. He has nine gold chains hanging from his neck. He's got pinky rings on all three pinkies. The look on his face says moron. The guy doesn't have a job, or maybe he's a petty criminal of some kind, because that's the only work he's smart enough to do. He's almost mobbed up. The only exercise he ever gets is maybe lifting some weights and hoisting that fork full of macaroni. If he talks, he only says things like, what are you looking at? That's the cliche, and like every cliche, it's partly right. But I, myself, am a gumba, and I'm not any of that stuff. I'm a college graduate. I know how to read a book. I don't sit around all day playing cards and sucking garlic. I don't beat my wife. I've never been in jail. I don't play the ponies or the numbers. I've never taken a contract out on anyone. But I'm a Goomba right to the heart and proud of it. Some Italians take offense if you call them a Goomba, especially if you say it the wrong way. It's kind of like a black guy can use the N-word to another black guy, or how a black guy can call his friend blood, or how a certain kind of hillbilly can call someone a redneck, or how a guy from the Midwest can call someone an okey. You say it with a smile, you might get a laugh. You say it any other way, or you say it and you're not an okie or a redneck yourself. You're going to get your clock clean. The word "gumba" itself is a little confusing. No one knows where it really comes from. Most people think it started off as the word compadre, which is a term of respect. You can use it to refer to your godfather, your protector, your older cousin, or your older brother or uncle. From compadre, it got shortened to compa, which got twisted into gamba, which got turned into Goomba. If that sounds a little far-fetched, you should know right now that Goombas do that with words. Everything gets chopped up, chopped down, and turned into a slang version of the original word. No Goomba says pasta fagioli when he means a soup made of noodles and beans. He says pasta fagioli. No Goomba says mozzarella. It's always mozzarella. No one says prosciutto. It's prosciutto. Even English words get the treatment. No one says one hundred dollars when they meet a hundred dollars. They might say a C note or a hunch, as in I gave the guy a C note, or the guy's into me for two hunch. Even the word wop is supposed to be a short version of the Italian guapo, which means handsome. It started as a compliment, but it got turned into an insult. Some people even say wop stands for without papers, a reference to their recent immigrant status. That has almost happened with the word gumba. When used by non-goombas, it could be a derogatory word, along with some of those other derogatory words that ignorant people use to describe the Gumba. Gumbar is not WAP. It's not Guinea. It's not Dago. These terms are always offensive to an Italian-American, whether he's a Gumba or not. They are words used by non-Italians to insult Italians. It's not smart to do this. You shouldn't use these words around the Gumba unless you're a masochist and have excellent health insurance. Somebody's going to get hurt, and it ain't going to be the Gumba. Better stick to gumba and better use it the right way. There are no gumbas in other cultures either, not even American cultures. There is no such thing as a Jewish gumba, though there is probably a Yiddish word that means something like "gumba," one of those words that starts with "heck," and sounds like you're trying to talk with a slab of but shooting your mouth, even though there are plenty of Jewish tough guys. There's no such thing as a Puerto Rican gumba, even though some of those guys are plenty tough too. There's no black gumbas, there's no wasp gumbas. So you're asking yourself. Am I a gumba? If you have to ask, the answer is probably no. But here are some ways to tell. A gumba will never back down from a fight, even if he's outnumbered or outmatched and he's about to get his ass kicked. A gumba will always stay in the fight until he can't fight no more. It's victory or the hospital. There's no in between. A gumba will never let you pick up a check. You're the guest. He'll kill you before he'll let you pay. A gumba will never let anyone insult his wife, his mother, or any other woman present. He's that kind of gentleman. You're risking your life if you push this. A gumba will always drop anything he's doing if there's food around, as long as it's Italian food. There's the old joke about a guy who got into a terrible car accident. He was thrown from the vehicle, and he was lying in the street bleeding with broken bones. But the truck he'll run into was doing deliveries for an Italian deli. He's practically dying, but he looks up and says, This prosciutto, it's imported, delicious. Gumbas all dress alike, no matter if they're from New York or Detroit or Philly or Chicago or Cleveland. They might sound different, but until they open their mouths they all look like guys from the neighborhood. The Gumba's usually a big guy. He's wearing a jogging suit and a pinky ring and a gold watch and some gold chains around his neck. Or otherwise maybe he's wearing black see through socks and pointy black shoes and shorts on a hot summer day. Maybe he's wearing black pants and a guinea t shirt if he's more an old fashioned Gumba. The modern gumba he wears the jogging suit during the day and the real suit at night. If it's daytime, he's dressed like he's trying to pick up chicks at the gym. If it's nighttime, he's dressed like he's trying to pick up chicks at a nightclub. doesn't matter if you're going to meet the godfather or you're taking your kids out for an ice cream cone. This is the uniform. You can tell a gumbar from the way he talks. First of all, certain things you never say out loud. Sums of money, for example. You never say he owes me $4,000. Never. You say he's into me full large. Even the way guys talk in the movies, they never say what they mean. The gangsters use gangster slang. They never say, that guy has a gun in his pocket. They say, be careful, he's dressed heavy. They don't talk about hurting people either. They never say, we killed him. Murder is a felony. They don't talk about that. They say, whacked or clipped or iced or aced or hit or burned or popped or whatever. But you can also know a gumbar from things he doesn't say. Here are some things you will never, ever hear a gumbar say. Two tickets for the vagina monologues, please. Excellent putt, Arthur. Nathan Lane. I adore Nathan Lane. What this country needs is handgun control. Pass the mayonnaise, please. Snoop Dogg rocks. Guilty, Your Honor. Lots of gumball lingo seems to be related to gangster lingo. You've heard guys on The Sopranos use this language. And guys in movies like Goodfellas or Casino will analyze this. I'm not suggesting you talk this way. And I'm not saying the average gumba even needs to know this stuff. But it's a helpful glossary just in case you're confused about what you're hearing. Bada bing. Multipurpose interjection. Means anything from that stat to hallelujah to I'll take care of it to the guy is dead meat. Break an egg. Kill someone for professional reasons. Button. A made mafia member. Someone who can break an egg. Clip. See break an egg. Contract. Verbal agreement to break an egg. Friend of mine. A member of the mafia. Hard on. A tough guy. A grudge. Hard on with a suitcase. A lawyer. A female lawyer is a half a hard on with a suitcase. Broken down valise. Guy who's down on his luck. Broken ass. Luck. As in he's got a broken ass which means he's very lucky. Hit. See break an egg. Ice. See break an egg. Juice. Strength. Pull or power. Here's an example. I'm going to send over a friend of mine to break an egg on this hard-on with a suitcase who thinks he's got enough juice to hire his own buttons. This is just an example. A real tough guy would never say all that. He'll say, I'll take care of it. And then you'll see something in the papers. Bada-bing. Everyone who watches TV and the movies knows a few Gumbar expressions. Everyone knows how to say forget about it. This is a very useful term because it's flexible. It can mean almost anything. It means don't mention it. Thanks for helping me out. Forget about it. It means you have no idea. Is she beautiful? Forget about it. It means don't get me started. Bad day at the track? Forget about it. And everyone knows all that Marlon Brando and Robert De Niro tough guy stuff from The Godfather and Taxi Driver. Ask someone to imitate a wise guy and chances are 9 out of 10 he'll either say, I made him an offer he couldn't refuse or, you talking to me? Like any dialect, however, Gumba Italiano is rich and varied. Certain words must be mastered before any real use can be made of the whole vocabulary. The words what and right, for example, are very important. They stress disagreement on the part of the speaker or disbelief in what the speaker has just heard. For example, you should start saving now for your retirement. Right, like I'm going to have a retirement. Or, you should think about anger management classes. What, I only shot the guy once? Or, I think we need to reach out to people of all ethnicities. Right, and I'm sleeping with Whitney Houston. Similarly, words that in other cultures express pleasure or approval can, in Gumba Italiano, express the opposite. Notice how great and terrific are used here. I got two tickets to showboat. Great, now everyone will know you're gay. Or, honey, I put a down payment on that new refrigerator. Terrific, now we can qualify for food stamps. Insults in Gumbar Italiano are often delivered with subtlety, at the end of a sentence, through a peculiarly Gumbar formula in which the insult is bracketed by the word you or the more slangy ya. For example, I ought to break your legs, you mook you, or come here, you dope ya. Similarly, an insult is often suspended at the end of a sentence, almost as an afterthought, following an observation about the person insulted. He's lying the bastard, or he's been skimming the rat. On the other hand, a real Goomba would never, ever say certain things. Here's another list of things a Goomba will never, ever say. Do these briefs make my ass look fat?